We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for September 13th, 2021. Now is when we, we're going to start a lot of the audio clips. Just kind of worked out that way today. Uh, the first one is Beast System Swallows Freedom Worldwide Global Scandemic Red Alert. Big Brother Insanity is now the norm. Now remember, this is like from last week or whatever, and um, there's a lot of positive things happening though as well. Constantly monitored by facial recognition cameras that are able to instantly put a face to a name. Now the Chinese are also ranked, given a mark out of a possible 950 points. And honestly, you know, one of the gre the reasons I think they're also getting so aggressive is because China has taken over so many sectors of our government, of our economy, of the media, and they're not they're not used to their citizenry bowing up to them. They're used to their citizenry laying down and doing whatever they're told. And they're trying to implement the same tactics against Americans and against um, like maybe Europeans and Australians that would normally, they would not get like maybe one-tenth of the resistance that they're getting from, from us. And I think that they're trying to use these same exact tactics in the same aggressive manners and they're finding that it's starting to backfire on them in the name of jesus christ praise god a score in the 700s is considered good around the 500 mark is not it forces us to be well behaved yeah. because everything is through their through their smartphone they can look they're showing their smartphones oh my my social credit score it's like that show the black mirror where the one lady was like oh i mean literally walking around in in having to like just be this perfect little um um communist do-gooder in order to not offend anyone, in order to not offend the state, in order to be totally compliant with the government in every way, shape, or form. And if you didn't do that, then your social credit score would go down and it could just, you know, on a daily basis, and then you would find yourself locked out of all these things you couldn't do in society. That is the type of black mirror um, uh, type, and that was the show that went into that, the type of black mirror um, society that is the norm now in China. And that's what they're trying to bring here. And then there's Joanne. She's an information collector, a paid enforcer yeah. who walks around. A little narc devil witch that walks around and narcs on people and has a little quota that she's got to have so many people that she narcs on in order to fulfill Satan's little quota. Okay writes down deeds about her neighbors like the man who carried a drunk person home things like this are good deeds she said but the farmer overheard swearing and being rude yeah bad deeds so we have the 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 satanic morality police out there determining who gets a good social credit score and who doesn't who's punished and who's rewarded is 10 a month. I mean, I would much rather die than live in, live in this. But in countries such as India, there's little choice. People there must download a state-backed tracing app. No, they don't. No, they don't. It's, it's such a thing as mass compliance. There's like, I don't know, like over a billion people in India. What if they just stop complying? What if they stop using their wicked smartphones? Okay, because I'm, I'm sorry, but those are monitoring devices from the government. There, there, there's so many things associated with them that are so wicked and so evil, and they're so integral into bringing us into the new world order. Want to travel? From January, every citizen of England and Wales will have a new social credit score. 
government and private companies may use your social credit score to make decisions about you. Search for your name online and a top hit may lead you to this page, mylife.com, a site that says it gathers data from public sources to create biographical reports. It may include everything from your address to criminal history. That data then used to generate a reputation score. A bad reputation can hurt you personally and professionally. Australians forced to submit 100 points of identification like their driver's license or passport when using social media. Did you hear that? 100 Australians are forced to submit 100 points of identification. I don't even know how that would possibly work, but 100 points of identification just to use social media. So you better not get out of line on social media if you're an Australian or I'm sure if you're, I don't mean China, China's probably locked out of it, but you know, cause they can't, I'm sure it's all a closed system there. But I mean, again, what will we put up with as a society? I mean, what we'll put up with is what Satan is gonna put around us. And then he's gonna want more and more and more and it will never end accounts like Facebook and Twitter. Now, police would have access to those social media accounts, and it's all part of a crackdown on online abuse. Now, users could be liable for defamation suits or even criminal prosecution, and it's all part of a plan hoping to deter people from engaging in bad behaviour. Now, the recommendations were handed down by a federal parliamentary inquiry. And that if you're bad, they're just going to ban you from the internet. Yeah. And that's the holy grail of control. Yep. And it also says the police will have access to everyone's stuff without a warrant, live time, and that they'll be able to, quote, impersonate you, to, quote, infiltrate anti-vax groups and disrupt them. It's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. That's what they'll be <laughs> Even though that's the exact opposite of what's occurring. It's the vaxxed hordes that are shedding the spike proteins and these new supposed variants infecting the unvaxxed, and they themselves are infected. That's what they'll be doing. So there's every reason, every reason uh, to get vaccinated. Australia could force citizens to report their location on demand via government tracking app. Yep. Home quarantine trial, that's the app, to be launched in South Australia. Premier Stephen Marshall announces. First, they lock you up in yep. little prison cells. But And again, as, as they if they comply with this, they're, they're just going to have it in mass. The, the key is non-compliance. You know, the key is, I, I think, also ditching your smartphone. To, to, to me, I mean, I, I found a way to do it for all these years. I mean, I don't know. Huh. I'm never, I'll never have one. Never. I don't care if they say you, I don't care. I'm not going to comply. I'm not going to do what Satan is telling me to do. They go, oh, you'll carry your phone now. Now you're allowed to go home, but we got to track you like an ankle bracelet. Israel's done this too. And then it's, oh, everybody gets it. See? And I'm not saying that because I'm like demonizing everybody has a smartphone. I'm just saying it's possible. It's, and the thing is, is I think we're all seeing that, yeah, you know what? That is the one of the key, key ways that makes this whole Great Reset happen. It's our smartphones. I don't have one. But the smartphones are where you're going to have your vaccine passport, the QR code. Everything's going to be linked in through the smartphone. So could you imagine if there was all of a sudden mass non-compliance, mass people ditching their smartphones and just going to like, you know, flip phones, track phones, things of that nature? Oh, yeah, it, it's, it, it would be a total, I'm sure, pain in the rear end and everything for a ton of people. But it could be done. It's possible. The more people that are going along with this beast system, the easier it is for Satan to implement this is the point I'm trying to make. The cops come around and tell this woman I'll stand over here as well. 
because there was about five seconds in between her taking a cut. Yeah, hold on, you've got to hear this. You've got to hear this. This is this is one of the most insane things I have ever heard. Listen to this. Prison cells, they go, oh, you'll carry your phone now. Now you're allowed to go home, but we got to track you like an ankle bracelet. Israel's done this too. And then it's, oh, everybody gets it. See? Yeah. Yeah, this is in Australia. This guy's photographing. He's out on his porch, and he's photographing across his porch. He's in some kind of apartment complex. And tell this woman off staying over here as well. Because there was about five seconds in between her taking a, cup of, a sip of a cup of tea. And she took her face mask down. Cops came around literally on the dot and just pulled her up for it. And she said, well, I'm drinking my tea. And they said, well, not right now. You don't put your face mask on. Canada's most popular. Did you hear that? I want you to get the full concept of that. They're, these people are sitting outside. Okay, on a porch. A lady's by himself. A lady's by herself. Nobody around. She's sitting out there drinking tea. And she's not pulling her mask up quick enough between sips. And evidently, the Nazi Australian mask police were there and saw this. And he, he witnessed the whole thing. And basically came there and threatened her. And she said, well, I'm drinking my tea. And he's, she's like, well, you're, you're not drinking your tea now. Pull your mask up. And she's outside. That's the insanity that will be imposed upon you and upon, and I, I say, and I'm not coming down on my listeners, but I'm saying on humanity, again, unless there is mass, mass non-compliance. And I believe prayer and fasting from the remnant mingled into this because without God in it, you know, it's not going to work. Okay, so and then I got I just was reminded I got this from a longtime listener Lawrence who sent this this week and I'm just gonna read this um, a friend of mine was flying first class from Washington DC to Colorado because you could say well that would never happen in America oh it's already happening what I just described okay while on the flight he was caught eating without pulling up his mask between bites uh, so I stopped flying over 10 years ago because I saw this coming. I mean, it was too big brother for me then. I can't even imagine now. He was caught eating without pulling up his mask between bites. He was confronted by the stewardess to tell him he needed to do that. The little Nazi SS, Waffen SS, brown shirt, stewardess. Then he was caught sleeping even more egregious while his mask was under his nose they should have had there's usually an air marshal on a lot of the flights they needed to have the air marshal come there and just don't shoot him in the head gut shoot him gut shoot him and make him bleed out real slow as an example to all the other people on the flight this is what happens when you you get warned once you weren't pulling the mask up between bites. You did it again. You had your mask under your nose while you were sleeping. Now you die. Devil. That's what needs to happen. What I just said. Let's just, let's take it to its logical conclusion here. Come on. Gonna do it. Go all the way, Satan. Come on.
He was then confronted about that, sleeping with the mask on his nose. When he got off the plane, an air marshal was there waiting for him. And again, I don't know why he just didn't pop him in the head, you know, with a slug, with a 45. You know, how dare this person think he could get away with something so egregious as what I just described. The Sturgis had reported him to the authorities. The little brown shirt that will burn white hot in hellfire. The little Nazi Sturgis. Because I don't believe there's probably a lot of hope for somebody if they're that far gone. I pretty got she gets saved. I do. But, you know, it's doubtful. If you're that, if you're that evil and you're that wicked and you're that much of a Nazi... He had to produce ID and his boarding pass, like he didn't already have to produce that beforehand. The marshal said it was a very serious offense by not wearing his mask correctly. Yeah, even though it turns into a breeding ground for the supposedly the very things you're trying to whatever. Even though the moment you put on your mask, you're immediately violating OSHA guidelines. And any kind of O2 meter that you'll put under there will immediately go, the alarms will start going off. I played video after video of that, of the carbon, monox, um, carbon dioxide levels rise immediately to unsafe levels as soon as you put a mask on. You're, you're inhaling all the petrochemicals that they make the masks from. I could go on and on and on. But they all know that. It's just about compliance. It's just about being a good little... And that's why I would, I would refuse to fly. Because I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be a, a good little compliant slave. I'm not. I'm not putting up with it. I won't do it. Now, I'm not, I'm not coming down on my listeners that have to fly. I get it. I'm just saying, for me, I can't. I just can't. I would not put up with this. So the marshal said it was a very serious offense for not wearing his mask correctly. And if caught again, you will be banned from flying. So no more flights on any airlines ever, slave, devil. Now get on your knees and grovel. He said, this is your last warning. <laughs> oh, boy. He says, I've known my friend for 30 years, for 35 years now, and he's not lying. He's actually frightened at this point. Well, if that don't make you righteous and indignant, I don't know what will. You know. Righteous indignation is an attribute from God. The, 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 the hardest part, though, is be angry and sin not. The Bible says that. You know, that's what's... When, when you're dealing with such rank, overt, in-your-face tyranny everywhere you turn, that's the hardest thing is be ye angry and sin not. You know? So let's go back to this little report here. Province announces the same thing, basically. Uh, ankle bracelets. It's called Immuniband, a first-of-its-kind wearable piece of vaccine identification. It's this is out of Denver. Extravagant, but it's valuable for sure. It's a wristband that has a QR code on the back that links to your vaccination card. So there's an ability to access the initial documentation. Italian diocese announces vaccine passports needed to go to church. Yep. Honolulu announces the same thing. Hawaii announces the same thing. 
Apple's merged with it to carry it out. Mm -hmm. Google and Apple are the same company behind the scenes. They're all run by the NSA, CIA. Apple and Google and announced contact tracing technology. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time. You got one of those iPhones or, or any of these smartphones. I'm telling you, over time, you're going to find out the, probably the hard way. You know, oh, I opted out everything. Well, they're opting you right back in. I'm just saying. And globalist banks, Rothschild, Rockefeller money. They are competing only on the surface to be the world ID. They made an agreement a year and a half ago, secretly, but it leaked, to have a secret app embedded on all phones that they jointly control together. Yes. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm warning you about these smartphones. I've been warning for years, though. Warning for years. I will never have one of them. I don't care if they say you've got, I do not care. I am not going, I'm mass non-compliance with Satan. You know, is, is the key to this whole thing. Um, the Bible says to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Okay, well, this is a way you can resist the devil. Um, so let's go further here. Okay, so this one is entitled The Vax No Longer Have Human Rights. This is why. If you are not aware of the information I'm about to tell you, then this will be by far the most important video you watch today. And I'm going to keep it really short so that the message can be shared. I'm going to explain to you briefly my personal reasons for not wanting to take the jibby jab. You can, I'm sure, read between the lines. Okay, so mean not wanting to take the kill shot. To what that means. First of all, have you heard of the cases in America where uh, genetically modified seed from Monsanto makes its way into farms and into crops? Right. And then they do tests and they find tiny little traces of genetically modified seed amongst acres and acres of organic seed. Right. And they say that the farmer is in breach of patents, right. and then they seize the farm, and the farm becomes property of Monsanto. This is why Monsanto likes to have their Terminator seeds um, commingled in other near other farms that don't have the Terminator seeds, because the seeds are patented, they're GMO, Franken-patented seeds, and if any of them make their way onto your into your field, then they can just come in and seize your whole farm. I mean, it's, it's, I know it sounds beyond incomprehensible. I have reported on it before. They will do it. You've heard of these court cases happen, I'm sure. Okay, the second thing is, if you today had a sick dog or a cat, and you wanted to go put your cat or dog down and put it to sleep and euthanize it, would you be tried for murder? Would there be any legal ramifications of you putting your dog or cat down? No. Why? Because they are outside of human rights. Okay, you're with me so far. How many movies have you seen where, like, there's a, a CIA super soldier and they escape from the underground lab and then they, the, the corporations go, the asset is loose, the asset is loose, and they go and hunt them down and they are intellectual property of the company that modified them. You're with me so far? Great. Um, you've probably also seen, like in movies like Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, whether you've seen it or not, where there's all of these little nanobots that are um, moving through the blood of the protagonist, in this case, Vin Diesel, and, and they're saying, like, oh, they give you superpowers and stuff like that. And we've also been bred on countless movies 
of people trying to take over the world, but it's always up from the sky. It's always people trying to attack from above or from without. It's always aliens or some other kind of invading force. Now, these key concepts are actually quite important to understand or understand, and I'm going to explain why. A Supreme Court ruling recently said that you cannot patent human DNA because it is part of nature, and you cannot patent nature. You cannot patent nature. However, if you have modified code within your genome, then you can be patented, and it is considered patentable. Just like Dolly the sheep is patented by the company that made Dolly the sheep, not by nature. So, if the jibby jab that you take modifies your genes. Then you become intellectual property of the company that is giving it to you, and in the same way that a farmer's crop can be seized just because of tiny traces of genetically modified material, so in theory, you can also be seized because、right. you contain traces of genetically modified material. That's right. Which means you are no longer fully human. Which means you are no longer protected under human rights. Do you see why that one aspect, which I have mentioned before, but probably haven't covered enough, do you see how that one aspect of what he's talking about here is so gigantically huge? And do you see why it would be so? See, it's almost like when you take this kill shot, you're entering into a contract with Satan. You're you're agreeing, yeah.、Um, Even though I haven't done my due diligence, even though I have not been provided with informed consent, I'm still bellying up to the bar and rolling up my sleeve and taking this kill shot. You've entered into an agreement with Satan, and as a result, you know there's a lot of fine print that you've never been known about. But I do believe you are you are a patented product at that, or you have a patent product inside you. That the government can claim ownership because it's in your body, and this is yet one other gigantic aspect of this kill shot as to why they're so desperate to get us to get it in all of us. Do you get how deep this goes? And sure, fact checkers will pop up and tell you that this is false because of this reason and that reason. And the thing is, they're operating under what's known as emergency status, so they can pretty much say and do anything and get away with it. Right. They're like, hey, we're rushing because it's under emergency status,、yes. so they have legal indemnification. They have. Uh, legal protection,、yes. no matter what happens to you,、mm-hmm. and once they've duped you into getting this and having your genetics modified, and you can go on the Moderna website,、uh, pretend you're an investor, and download the PDF、uh, to see what you're investing in, and they will tell you that it has a software-like program which they've called the software of life that can modify what proteins your body creates. Which means that you become genetically modified, and if you're genetically modified, you're patentable. In the same way that if you watch Blade Runner, you know Ryan Gosling's character. He's like, no, 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 I'm human, I'm human. And they zoom in on his DNA and they find a serial code, which shows that he's actually been created. That then means that he is property of the company that created him, not of nature. No longer governed by the same laws of the natural world. This is really, really important stuff. This is not the same thing that you were given as a kid or as an infant. This is an entirely new technology, and of course, they are going to not be fully transparent about everything that's in it because the thing is, they're not forcing you. That's the really fascinating part: is you have 
a responsibility for your own choices. And because a lot of people are proudly taking it and wearing a badge like, look, I just got, you know, I got my thing. What that's doing is you are essentially volunteering to become a patented intellectual property of these huge mega corporations and you are voluntarily handing over all your human rights and there will come a day where you will no longer be protected by the human rights, the Geneva Convention, the Nuremberg Code, all of those things because you are no longer human. Uh, this is very real. Um, this is what the uh, fourth industrial revolution is all about. Yes, it's it the is. merger of the biological with the synthetic. Yes. And this is, is openly what, what Klaus Schwab talked about and has said that the COVID-19 is the key to bringing this all to creating a transhumanistic so you could say, well, I don't believe this stuff where it modifies our DNA and we're not going to be maybe fully human anymore and that we're going to be a cyborg. But they're admitting it in their own writings. The architect of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, Klaus Schwab, who's good buddies with Trump, who's good buddies with Biden, who is the architect of this whole thing, has admitted that you will not be fully human anymore and that you will, you will be full of nanotech. So even if you didn't believe... That, you, you look at what they're saying, what they're openly admitting to. We've been programmed to look for the attack from without, but actually the attack is coming from within. It's an internal takeover. And once you have these little nanites inside your system, they begin to replicate and duplicate. And once they replicate and duplicate, it's like a swarm or an army of these synthetic AI-driven nodules that are inside your body. And they can go and shut off certain receptors in your brain. They can block certain things in your body. They can report back to their source exactly. what you're doing, your brain activity, if you're blinking, if you're angry, if you're sleeping, right. if you're making love, how much you've eaten, what your caloric intake is for the day your your resting heart rate they can track everything and guess where the primary way where they're going to be tracking you 24 7 live time is via your smartphone which will be communicating with all the nanotech inside your body the self-replicating nanotech via the 5g network via your smartphone via 5g base stations via the 5g satellites they're going to be reporting this. There, there's going to be no escape and no place to run for the people that, that have the kill shot in their, in their smartphones. Well, if you have the kill shot, I just think that there's, you know, unless you can find ways to whatever, deactivate it. And again, I, I don't have any real super confidence, even with the nutritional routes on that. Yes, fulvic acid and NAC will help get rid of the graphene oxide, but I don't know once you get the shot to the extent of that i mean I, I just yeah there are certain things you can you can do i believe to slow down the the uh the uh, spike protein replication and maybe if you did everything and maybe if you kept on everything it, it would be enough to really massively but i just don't know and and i wouldn't take a chance on that you know so this is about taking control and making it insidious, making it intravenous, bringing it within your very system. And as far as I'm aware right now, it's irrevocable. So this is the stuff that you need to be aware of. And hey, you can dismiss this as sci-fi. That's totally fine. You are operating within a free will realm. This universe is a free will realm. You get to make your own choices. But at least you can't say, I haven't been warned. That has been your public service announcement. Share this. What do you think? Do you feel that there's some 
truth to this? Do you feel there is some validity to what I'm saying? This runs very deep. There is, in fact, a patent out by Microsoft which links human activity to cryptocurrency because in the future, that's, that's part of this insidious control plan yes. is to mean that you can't buy or sell or trade or move unless you uh, abide by and comply to certain obligations. And because you are no longer human, you won't be protected by your former rights. Mm. All right. Wow. That's my little service announcement. Wow. That was powerful. I mean, that really was, oh man, he, he covered some whoppers there. Uh, man. Then, next report. Mandatory COVID kill shot to attend this Atlanta megachurch. No religious exemption allowed. Isn't that, isn't that ironic? <laughs> you got to have your COVID kill shot to attend this Atlanta megachurch. No religious exemption allowed. <laughs> oh, man, they are serving Satan well. They love the aborted fetal cells and the COVID kill shots, too. Well, they, they, they do by design because they're... And notice how this pastor, they, they are acting like, oh, we're, we're in line with the science. Yeah, you're in line with the science. Calling evil good and good evil is now the norm in most 501c3 churches. I mean, that's all the only conclusion I can really come to. Let's listen to this. From churches to popular music festivals, we are seeing more and more vaccine requirements popping up all across Metro Atlanta with no sign yet that our surge in COVID cases is slowing down. Brittany Klein, Peter, now. Yeah, keeps because off. everybody keeps getting the vax and, and they keep using their fraudulent PCR tests, which can have an unbelievably high, you know, false positive rate. I mean, why would we see anything going down? The vax hordes are shedding the spike proteins. They're factories designed to infect other people. And the more people that are vaxxed, the more people that are going to get infected. And then they have their faulty PCR test to, you know, cook the books even more. Our team coverage as DeKalb County and a church tells its parishioners, no vaccine, no service for you. Oh, boy. Atlanta alone has more than half a dozen mega churches, some of them averaging more than 10,000 parishioners on any given Notice it's a mega church. Okay. Those high numbers combined with the spread of the Delta variant are now prompting some faith centers to take extra safety Uh, steps. We are the the literal what should be the literal front line of protecting the flock. Okay, protecting the sheep of God. What should be the front line in that is the absolute opposite. It is it is where you go to get satanically deceived and to be pressured and coerced by your own pastor to take the kill shot. Because they're hirelings that have no true love for the sheep. Hirelings. They're doing it for the hire, the money. The true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. He'll tell the sheep the truth, no matter if it hurts, no matter if it costs him his life, no matter what. The true shepherd, will, the Bible says, will lay down his life for his sheep. I would lay down my life for my listeners. No problemo. No problemo. What, I'm, what I teach on a weekly basis is not popular, typically. And it's why I have nothing to do with that 501c3 institution learned the hard way over and over and over again not to even associate with it. I got nothing to do with it. Because all I ever got from it was I got burned 
Learned a lot of hard lessons, though, from it. Not apologizing for being the most conservative and the most cautious. Oh, so he's not apologizing. This, this devil hireling from the pit of hell, minister of Satan, is not apologizing for being the most conservative. How does he equate being conservative with telling your, your parishioners you got to take the kill shot to come to this church? But again, they call evil good and good evil. This period. Piney Grove Baptist Church in DeKalb County says it's requiring worshipers to sign a waiver, get their temperature checked, and show proof of vaccination I, I, before attending in-person services. Oh, man. We said we were going to follow the science. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not our you emotion. have followed the science well, you fake hireling devil dog. You you followed it well, especially the part about the about all the the COVID vaccines right now are all totally unethical. All the major ones because they're cultured literally from aborted fetal cell lines, and that's out of their own research. That's out of their you can prove that easily, and I and I've proven that over and over again. But they don't care about any of that. They don't care if they're cultured off aborted babies. They don't care if it modifies your DNA and turns you into something that, that's not fully human. That's something that's the government basically owns you now because you have a patented product in them. They don't care about the nanotech in them that's going to be communicated with your smartphone and turning you into a cyborg. They don't care about any of that stuff. They're following the science. Everybody wanted to come to church, but we want to follow the science. Oh, and yeah. we did just that. The church has about 3,000 active members, 5,000 total, and staff say they began requiring proof of vaccination several weeks ago. And they're not the only faith centers enacting COVID-19 protocols. Mount Ephraim Baptist Church in Bankhead is also asking to see vaccine cards. And all of the other churches seen here are recommending... So, Atlanta Christian Church Midtown, second... Ponce de Leon Baptist Church Mass Required. Um, Passion City Church Buckhead Mass Required. Now, it's one thing now Mass Required. It's another thing to have vaccine things required. Now, Grant, I don't, I don't agree with any of it, and, and it's a slippery slope. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna probably just go more and more and more. Uh, Mount Ephraim Baptist Church in Bankhead proof of vaccination status and Mass Required. I hope these churches. I mean, it is. it could only be my prayer that they absolutely, totally are exposed for the devil institutions they are. They probably have Luciferians in the pulpit doing Satan's work and that they lose every single one of their members and every single one of their members sees the light and sees the truth and is not ignorant of Satan's devices anymore because... If that's the case, they Satan will get an advantage of you. That they're not destroyed for lack of knowledge, according to Hosea 4.6. You know, and those that are not saved in these in these institutions, I pray to God they all get saved. Requiring masks and temperature checks. The congregations and their leaders are at a very difficult place right now because most of us, we want to be welcoming and open to visitors or even our own members in our congregations. And... Um, that bumps up against such things as... Man, that guy looks like he's got two vertical slits in his eyes. I didn't even notice that till now. Man, he looks like a reptilian. Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. That looks like two vertical slits to me. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. I think when we get to heaven, we're going to be absolutely amazed. What we have, they walk among us, I'm telling you. They walk among us. You can only enter this space if you're wearing a mask, for example. That guy does not have pupils. Or he you has can only verticals. enter this space if you're vaccinated. Emory Professor of Theology Edward... Looked like his, his irises were, were, were diamonds. 
Phillips has been working with church leaders and scholars nationwide to create guidance for congregations. Can you see how the, ma the, the mainstream prostitute media is yoking up with the churches to reaffirm this? And, again, this is why you have got to have love for the truth. Okay, because if you just go along and get along and you're just trusting some man for whatever you think, some pastor that's actually a Luciferian or bare minimum a hireling, which is the norm now, the Bible warns us it was going to be this way in the end times. We should all be more on guard right now against the devices of Satan than any other time that the world's ever known. Why? Because the Bible says so. If it were possible, Jesus Christ said they would deceive the very elect. So we should be on, on absolute guard that we're not being deceived. That we should, we should be praying for an absolute love of truth. Because the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned, meaning you're going to burn in hell forever and then the lake of fire, who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. These people in these churches, they're eating this stuff up. They are having pleasure in unrighteousness. They're showing they're not Bereans like the Bible talked about. They were more noble than those in Thessalonica because they sought the things out in the scriptures to see if they were so. They're not being like Bereans. They're just going along with the flow. Oh, my pastor, he's a good man. He never lied to me. They're not searching the scriptures out. They're not, they're not doing their research. They're not having any real love for the truth. They're trusting in man. And the Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departed from the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 5. You don't trust in a man or a woman. Because <laughs> women, you know, that's a whole other subject. They, they're not qualified to be pastors anyway. According to what the word of God says, see my teaching, what women can do for the Lord just what the bible says so but things are so backwards now and things are so far away from any kind of scriptural standard no wonder we got this mess that we're dealing with nations he says there's no one right way to respond and the delta variant is changing many faith centers policies let's be willing to be really open and forgiving of people who are struggling and who might make decisions that we you know as an individual might worry about at the same time uh not to allow misinformation that we know is misinformation. and that would be me that would be anybody who's anti-vax that would be anybody who is against the medical pharma cartel that john d rockefeller started played that video last week that satanist luciferian started and now we have the ultimate fruit of it today with the medical pharma cartels not saying they all do bad I'm not saying all the people in them are bad okay but I'm saying at the top, it's always been wicked and evil. And it was never meant to, to, to bring health to humanity. It was meant as a form of bondage and slavery. And getting us on, hooked on these vaccines and on all the meds and on all the other ways they try to get the pharmacia into us. And it's all motivated by greed. Uh, to hold sway. All right, that was it. So uh, that little nauseating clip from there from their nightly news um as soon as that as soon as that um one pastor started talking th th this these verses came into my head isaiah 56 10 his watchmen are blind 
they're all ignorant. What these these supposed pastors you were just here, and then and then Franklin Graham telling people saying that you know if you don't take the kill shot, you're going to incur God's judgment or whatever he said. And Kenneth Copeland and and in the Seven Hundred Club and Pat Robin, all these devils in the five hundred one C three these these closet Luciferians that are that are posing as ministers of righteousness, but they're nothing but ministers of Satan. At bare or, or at maximum, they're that, and at bare minimum, they're just hirelings that have no love for the sheep, and they're, they're not Bereans, and they don't really care about what the Bible says and any way, way the wind blows, and they're so uh, uh, concerned about you know losing maybe their five hundred one c three status or going against the the whatever. It's pathetic, backboneless pastors at bare minimum. The his watchmen are blind i'd say satan's watchmen are blind they're ignorant they're all dumb dogs that was the phrase that came into my head the holy spirit i believe convicted me dumb dogs is what these people are at bare minimum at maximum they're luciferians that are there put in place to do that exact job and most likely if you're at the head of a mega church you're most likely a luciferian posing as a christian pastor they cannot bark sleeping lying down loving to slumber yay they are greedy dogs i mean you look at a mega church what's that all about money that's what it's all about they're greedy dogs which can never have enough they are shepherds that cannot understand they all look to their own way everyone for his own gain from his quarter Come ye, say they, I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow shall be as this day, and much more abundant. Meaning they think they're just going to keep living this life, and there's going to be no repercussions, when, but they're going to get a rude awakening when they plunge into hellfire. That's what that's saying about them. And I'm not saying that because I'm saying I'm perfect or anything. But my word, you're telling your congregation to get the kill shot? It's mandatory. you got to show... Uh, real proof of a kill shot in order to come to a service man if you haven't sold your soul to satan i mean i'd be real surprised then we have this serving satan well southern baptists mandate covid vaccinations for all their missionaries oh yeah and if you want to see the nauseating reasons why i'll let you read the report because it's all glowingly positive about why this is such a wonderful thing but i guess it doesn't matter to them that six out of the eight of the covid 19 vaccines are unethical and on all the major ones because they were produced using aborted fetal cells and or tested using aborted fetal cells and that's just one of the horrific things about them the johnson and johnson j and j jansen moderna pfizer and astrazeneca covid jobs which are all the main ones in you know America, Canada, the UK, elsewhere, are made using aborted fetal cell lines in their production. But that don't matter to none of them. It don't matter. Take the kill. It don't matter to Franklin Graham. It don't matter to Pat Robinson. It doesn't matter to any of them. Because they're of their father, the devil, and of, of his works and of his lust, they will do. And he was a murderer from the beginning, and they want to see their congregations murdered and in hellfire. Because misery loves company. Just read, read the last verse of Romans 1. 
They take pleasure. Not only do they do the same, but they take pleasure in them that do them. Evil people will always try to get you on their level and to, and to defile you. They may trick you into doing it, but you know they love it all the same. Then we have this. Um, Big Brother Australia. The government of South Australia, one of the country's six states, developed um, a testing app is now testing an app as Orwellian as any in the free world has ever seen to enforce its quarantine rules. Listen to this. Returning travelers quarantining at home will be forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation. Again, if you don't have a smartphone, you can't do any of that stuff. <laughs> so, you know, facial recognition. You don't have that in a flip phone geolocation well i get you could have that but the state will text them at random times the nanny state the nazi nanny state will text them at random times and you better have that phone on and you better have it next to you boy and thereafter they will have 15 minutes to take a picture of their face in the location where they're supposed to be meaning you better be at home because we got you geolocated and we got your face. You can't just leave your phone at home and you go out and do your thing. No, no, no. You better take a picture of your face and that better, you know, and you better be in the right spot or we're going to send, you know, the COVID SWAT team out and you're going to pay. Should they fail, the local police department will send a follow-up in person. I wonder what that might look like. I've seen a lot of the, the Nazi tactics out of Australia, and I wouldn't really put, I, I just, I hope they've got, you know, at least thousands of SWAT teams that they're sending out to enforce this. And again, if Australians put up with it, you know, good on them. Good on them. If they'll put up with this. Should they, um, Premier Stephen Marshall explained, I think every South Australian should feel pretty proud that we are the national pilot for the home base quarantine app. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. You should be, you, you should be so satanically proud. Like you've just birthed Lucifer's child proud. Can you imagine doing this? Here it shows a poor guy getting arrested. He's got his kid. And I don't know if he's one of them that didn't report his location, but he's, he's, his child is on his lap. He's on his knees. He's getting arrested by an Australian guy. Probably for not having a mask on or not being where he said he should be. So I'm saying, this is what they're going to do to all of humanity unless there's massive pushback, divine intervention, prayer and fasting. Next report, in common with political leaders around the world, Victoria Premier Daniel Andrews insists that receiving one of the experimental jabs is essential for safety. Ignoring the fact that millions of people worldwide have died, millions, okay, have died or suffered other serious side effects after receiving one of these shots because we know we're not getting the, the accurate stats from VAERS. We're only getting a small portion. Andrews told a press conference last week that Victoria... Uh, with Melbourne as its capital, will move from a state lockdown to state lockouts for those who refuse to get the kill shot, meaning you will be locked out of the economy. 
you won't be able to participate in the economy. This is what happens when you just go along to get along and you turn in all your guns. And I'm not saying that to be mean to my Australian listeners. I'm not blaming you for that. I'm just saying that, you know, it's not good. We're going to move to a system where we've got everyone locked down to a situation where to supposedly protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated but can be, basically. Meaning there's no excuse. You you want to take the kill shot. We're going to lock you out of society. You will be a pariah. You will be the new modern day leper. We'll starve you into ex- out of existence. Whatever it takes. Australia to let you die without health care. If you don't take the kill shot, that doesn't even prevent transmission. There, there was another thing on that little, little Twitter thing there. Let me just let you hear some of that. You heard a little bit of this devil earlier. Um, this premier from uh, Australia. From a situation where to protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. All lies. Just all lies. His justifications are all lies. He's just a Luciferian. You have to understand, these people are are blood-drinking, child-sacrificing Luciferians that love to kill and rape little children. Okay, So we're, again, we're getting morality lessons from the most evil people that you can even possibly imagine. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. No, you're, you're making the wrong choice. No, and right for choice. safety's sake, and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do, as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Which is are. a total lie from the pit of hell because it's by far more vaxxed than unvaxxed. But yes, they can shed their spike proteins on the unvaccinated and affect them, especially if they're at a low nutritional uh, supplemental status, if they're low in, in things like zinc and C and, and uh, vitamin D3 and iodine and calcium. Yes, they're much, they are, they are very susceptible to um, catching it from the vaxxed hordes. Open everything up. It's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. Even though it's the exact opposite. It's it's the exact I don't I don't want to hear any more this this slime bag devil from the pit of hell. Um, may his tongue turn black and rot out of his maggot infested head in the sight of all men, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of God's doing, and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart would glory. You know how many people would get saved is, is if his tongue turned black and rot out of his maggot infested head in the sight of all men? You know how people would get saved if that was actually on TV and people saw that and actually experienced the fear of God, which is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them? That's what we need. We need that. We need the fear of God, not the fear of some devil, lying, scamdemic that's perpetuated through these devil kill shots. Listener comment from a longtime listener, Bombshell. Please, please watch and share proof remdesivir is and has been used to kill off the COVID hospitalized. This is very important. And I didn't even really fully realize this till this week. And if that does not kill you, the ventilators will finish you off. Remdesivir killed 54% of the people in the safety studies. It is premeditated mass murder occurring in the hospitals. Short and best evidence based 
presentation of documentation presenting horrific COVID information, its intention, creation, and dangerous treatments. I'm going to play this video. It's it's a long one, and I apologize, but it's so important what's covered here that I feel like I need to play this. Okay, so this is Dr. Brian Artis. Uh, really, I think he's a chiropractor, naturopath, uh, exposes the deadly dangers of Fauci's COVID protocols. And I haven't really emphasized a lot on these areas and some of the studies, so I really felt like this is important for my listeners to know if they've got family members even thinking about going the medical route at this point. Um, particularly with their medical route, being remdesivir and the ventilators, okay? that's that, Those are the main things that we're warning against here. Um, we're way more dangerous. I just really look forward to Fridays. I appreciate being here. I love this audience. I get reached out to, I get emailed, DMs, people that watch, you know, this program, InfoWars, the Alex Jones show, the whole thing. I mean, it's just, it is really humbling to have a platform like this and, and to be invited back here every Friday. I really enjoy it. So I just want, I want to start by saying that I, I love you guys. I really do appreciate all of the support that you have given and, and stupeters.tv is, is really taking off. And I believe a lot of that has to do with the fact that I come here and join you guys every Friday. And it, it really is humbling to be accepted in your graces. I was having a thought earlier this morning. And before I get to my guests, I just, I just kind of want to relay this thought to you. With everything that is going on in Arizona, Arizona is so incredibly pivotal. And that is the reason why the attention is being distracted away from that by any means necessary. And now we're finding out that this weekend, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and all of these globalist elitists that want to crush you, steal your freedom, stomp all over your individual liberty, tear apart the Constitution. And I'm not just talking about here in the United States. This is a, a global concerted effort to destroy any freedoms that, that any of our brothers and sisters have. This is this is not about black and white people or Christians versus Muslims. This is not about any of that. And they know that. They know that we recognize that we are so much more alike than we are different and that we will band together. And when you combine you know, having a platform like this, and I'm sure that Alex can can appreciate this as well. When you have a platform, when you talk and interview guests, you get so many different life perspectives, different experts, people weigh in on experiences that they've had. And you, you develop this Rolodex of people and you hear these stories and you get emails constantly of people that are being victimized by this agenda. And you start to realize that this effort is, is so overwhelmingly planned and is being so carefully implemented, but you recognize also that there is this huge panic going on as everything hits at one time. And it's not a coincidence. There are no coincidences. It's no coincidence that a mass exodus is happening amongst our great cops while all these democratically controlled major cities across America burn, uh, that there's an insurgency happening. And, you know, in Los Angeles, we just saw this morning that a, a guy is climbing to the top of a church to light the cross on fire. I mean, I mean, these things are happening on the streets of America that we, we would have never imagined happening all the while while this pandemic, this control of virus, uh, you know, and they're wargaming over the weekend right now in Germany. Starting today, Klaus Schwab and this World Economic Forum are apparently meeting about the next thing that they are going to do, which apparently is going to dwarf the whole COVID-19 plan. Yeah. It's just it's absolutely mind boggling to me that. When you, when you look at a, a population like the Amish, for example, 
Why don't the Amish have a COVID-19 problem? Because they don't have a TV. <laughs> they, they have not been indoctrinated by this psyop, this plan. And it's and they're probably not around a lot of the vaxxed, you know, or they would probably be getting the, the spike protein shedding. And and uh, but they're probably at a higher nutritional status, too. The average Amish is is most likely at a higher nutritional status than your average person. So incredibly frustrating to hear the stories of these victims. And then to look around and see the, the, the potential that we have, knowing that we are a giant country. We are a huge country in so many ways, not just numbers, but in so many ways, we are, we're the only superpower that remains on the planet. And there are so many paths to victory. There are so many easy wins. And those wins begin in Arizona. And I don't want you to take your eyes off of Arizona. Arizona could quite possibly be the answer to saving. Well, again, bring Trump back, save the day. And again, this is why I glean from these types of resources because, you know, I don't put my trust in any man. I sure am not going to put my trust in Trump. But boy, boy, there's a lot of talk about him coming back now. <laughs> Especially as Biden continues to. Um, be the buffoon and the devil that he is i mean i don't even have to tell you about what the chant going around america i mean at football games with hundred thousand people you know blank joe biden you know and you i mean the this guy is becoming universally hated and even a lot of people on the left are hating him and it may be because that was why he was put into position to just commit the most egregious things possible where they would end up bringing and i i mentioned this scenario about them bringing trump back whether they do it under the guise of the audits where they say oh well you know now we're we're going to bring him back because we're decertifying the election results and obviously it was whatever we're bringing trump back will they do it that way or whether they do it through this whole thing about trump sarah gasera and sarah thing where they bring him back and it's it's like um that whole scenario that i haven't really gotten into yet but maybe they'll go that route i don't know i, I don't like to speculate but it really i mean they just announced he just announced this week he's definitely coming back he's definitely gonna at bare minimum run in 2024 roger stone announced it on on alex jones he started this new religious coalition he's going around the country campaigning he was at 9 11 whatever i mean like he's on the campaign trail so uh we'll see our constitutional republic but the victim stories we have to stay on because these people need a voice and my guest today is dr brian artis dr brian artis is not only a doctor and a well-qualified expert but he's also the son-in-law of his deceased father-in-law who died because of ill-advised hospital protocols, which after hearing his story, I don't, I don't call it ill-advised hospital protocols, I call it murder, intentional murder. He's done the most patriotic thing that any person could do, which is to take that pain and then transform it into action, to take the loss and transform it into something good, to use that platform, to use that experience, to then gain a platform rather, to be in front of you. Dr. Artis is out here exposing corruption in the medical system. He's exposing the elites that are trying to grab every last bit of power that they can. His focus is like ours, which is medical freedom, education, 
waking the world with truth. And he joins us now. Dr. Artis, thank you so much for being here. So in hoping to inform and hoping to inspire and hoping to empower those that are struggling with personal health issues and decisions amid the COVID-19 control virus, the rollout of these inoculations, they're being falsely referred to as vaccines. We're seeing unprecedented amounts of death and injury as a result of these things. Take us through your story and why you're here. Introduce yourself to the InfoWars audience. I'm Dr. Brian Artis. I have been a holistic healer actually since 2004. I was motivated to actually heal my sister who was incorrectly diagnosed as having what's called systemic lupus erythematosus when she was 11 years old and I was 21 years old. At the time I was told and my family was told that my little sister had a rare condition called systemic lupus erythematosus which meant her body was now killing her there is no known cause, no known cure. There's only these three treatment options. And these three treatment options are prednisone, methyltrexate, and Plaquenil, which are three pharmaceutical drugs that she was going to have to live on for the rest of her life to try to suppress and minimize her symptoms. But this profession was absolutely admitting, and I recognized it right away, that they did not know how to figure out what caused her disease. They didn't know how to fix the disease. They just had these three treatment options they had to give her. My family was told these three drugs over time were going to destroy her liver and kidneys and she would not live into her 40s. There was also side effects of stillbirths and birth defects in children while living on these drugs. So now my 11-year-old sister and my entire family were told she would never be able to have a family of her own. She could not have children. My parents were very distraught. They started crying. They thought they heard that she was diagnosed with a terminal illness. She wasn't diagnosed with a terminal illness. This profession told me and my family, we don't know how to fix it. We don't know what's wrong with her. We just call it lupus. These three drugs are our only option. And by the way, in the next three decades, they will end her life and poison her to death. And the poisonous effects are gonna keep her from having children. And I looked at my family then and I said, just because this medical profession doesn't know how to figure out what happened to her three months ago to make her entire body hurt, doesn't mean that someone doesn't. So if I can't find another profession to tell us what's wrong with her, I will figure out what happened to her to make her hurt. It just made a sense to me that there was a cause and effect. Something happened to her. She started having pain. This is why I became the doctor that I am. And in 2004, I opened up my first artist healing center in Tennessee, then subsequently did one in 2009 in Dallas, Texas. I just want your audience to know it took 12 years of her being treated with these drugs before I finally knew how to help people figure out what was the underlying causes of diseases? In my sister's case, she actually had microscopic parasites in her spleen that she picked up when she was 11 from the drinking water in the town she lived in. These parasites infiltrated her lymph system to cause all of her joint pain. The medical doctors called it lupus. It was actually a parasitic infection never diagnosed or evaluated for. It took two months to get rid of all the parasites. It took three more months to get her off her drugs. She hasn't been on any of those drugs for the last nine years. And she has four children now. She had her fourth one in October. The body can heal. It has been confirmed. She doesn't have lupus anymore. But the, the overall theme here is what you've been told medically is not always true. There is a cause for your symptoms. You need to find someone to tell you what's causing it. Not only is it, it out. 
think a lot of times these are intentional lies, intentional lies meant for deception, intentional lies meant for deception uh, at the at the for the for the benefit of big pharma only, and for the control of people who want complete subservience. And you know, with with about fifty seconds left here before we go to break, I'm holding you over. Don't worry about that. Uh, because this story that Dr. Artis is here to tell us, I heard for the first time yesterday. This story that he's about to tell you today on InfoWars is going to expose to you that Anthony Fauci is not only a murderer in the current sense that we know. We know about the COVID-19. We know about the man-engineered virus. We know about these vaccines because those are the topics that are so heavily covered and discussed. But this has been going on since day one with Anthony Fauci. And we're going to talk about your father-in-law, and we're going to talk about what happened there, and we're going to talk about what happened immediately when this control of virus hit, specifically why it impacted New York, why Cuomo sent people to death camps. All of those things was all because of Anthony Fauci, and we're going to get to that straight ahead. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Stu Peters at StuPeters.tv here on the Alex Jones Show, final and fourth hour uh, of the Alex Jones Show. Of course, the War Room is coming up next, and I'm joined by a, a very fascinating guest. You know, we have seen trending hashtags on Twitter and other social media networks, Fire Fauci, Fauci's a murderer, he's a killer, all these things, and that is all true. But a lot of you may not be really familiar with stuff that's just publicly discoverable about how long this has been implemented since day one. And these inoculations being falsely referred to as vaccines, which we're seeing absolutely horrific fallout from these it's important amid all of these things that we're unafraid to really focus on the unpopular truth and that truth is that we are watching innocent lives lost and the majority of them were not and in fact remain not necessary these were all preventable dr artis personally experienced these things with his father-in-law he's going to briefly run through that story so that we can get to the fauci killer Dr. Artis, thanks a lot for being here. Take us through your father-in-law, what you noticed there, and then how you transitioned into noticing, whoa, this is really going on. February 2020, early February 2020, my father-in-law walked into a hospital in Dallas, Texas, with a fever and a headache, totally independent living. They actually diagnosed him with the flu, put him on three antibiotics, which was actually horrible. Antibiotics do not treat a virus. One of those actual drugs is called vancomycin. By day one, they started treatment. By day two, they told us he developed pneumonia. By day three, they told us he was now in acute kidney failure. Just so you know, vancomycin, the antibiotic, causes acute kidney failure, which it started doing on day one. Day one to day two, he did not have pneumonia. He actually developed pulmonary edema, which is water filling up in your lungs when you shut down someone's kidneys with a drug, which vancomycin is known to do. They, over a nine-day period, shut down my, my father-in-law's kidneys, leading to his lungs filling with water. Eventually, by day five, his brain filled with water, and he went unconscious. By day nine, they put him on a morphine drip and poisoned him over a four-hour period, overdosed him on morphine to paralyze his diaphragm and his heart, and <laughs> killed him. Nice. They actually murdered him with hospital protocol. This is what they now, did. I did not sit back and think this was okay. I battled with them, every doctor, the nurse's station, the board, every day for the from day five six and seven and i was eventually kicked out by security so, so this is just premeditated mass genocidal murder taking place on a global scale taking place in hospitals all across the world and it's perfectly fine we're the bad guys for pointing it out they're the good guys for committing mass murder and that's the norm 
on day seven. They weren't allowing me there to challenge everything they were doing, but they flat out murdered him. Unbelievable. So when the COVID-19 so-called pandemic surprisingly hit the world and there was an immediate panic, the biggest panic was, oh my gosh, we need ventilators. We need ventilators. We can't get our hands on these ventilators fast enough. Is that because patients were experiencing pneumonia due to COVID-19? Great point, Stu. So fast forward three months into May and June, after being furious about my father-in-law being murdered by an ill-advised hospital protocol, which really didn't murder him, I'm watching in the news the New York doctors and hospital administrators stating that when we start treating COVID-19 patients, very soon after starting treatment, the virus starts attacking the kidneys and is causing acute kidney failure. And we need not only ventilators, which we're short on, we also need dialysis machines, which we're also short on. And they, they kept stating, we've never seen a virus do this before. And I immediately wanted to know, well, what are they doing to treat these patients? I just watched a drug cause acute kidney failure and kill my father-in-law. In May and June, we were reporting in the news that there were more deaths in one day in America than the entire pandemic. No other country had more deaths than we did. So I wanted to know, well, what's America doing? The CDC website directed all people, including me, to the NIH's website. And on that website was Anthony Fauci's mandate for how we're going to treat all COVID-19 patients in American hospitals and clinics. It actually recommended a drug I'd never heard of called remdesivir and was bad-mouthing hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine. Now, I didn't know anything about remdesivir, neither did any of the drug, uh, the actual doctors in a country. Nobody knew about it either because it was never FDA approved and never in use because it was dangerous. But Anthony Fauci on the NIH's website stated there was two studies supporting using remdesivir only in this novel coronavirus pandemic. One was an Ebola study in 2018 in Africa, which remdesivir was used in. He said it was actually shown to be safe and effective against that virus. And then he stated a second actual uh, study done by Gilead, the manufacturer of remdesivir, in early March of 2020 with 53 COVID-19 patients from three different countries. So I clicked the links to both of them. The Ebola study is referenced in the New England Journal of Medicine. I read that 2018 published study. There were four experimental drugs put in that study, including one from the NIH and Gilead's remdesivir. And what they actually stated in the study was halfway through the study, they found that remdesivir had the highest mortality rate of all four experimental drugs with Ebola patients. So the safety board for the study pulled remdesivir from the study because it was killing more people than the other two effective ones. They also pulled the NIH's, Dr. Anthony Fauci's experimental drug they put in there. They pulled both of them because both of them had the highest death rate with all the people in Africa with Ebola. It didn't even make it to the end of the study because it killed more people than it helped. Yeah, and that was because it was kidney failure, correct? I mean, that's because it was shutting people's kidneys down and they were drowning in themselves, which is why these doctors assumed that they had to put these people on ventilators, and 9 out of 10 of them in New York on ventilators ended up dying, not because of the ventilator, but because they were being poisoned, killed by remdesivir, which was the drug that was not FDA-approved, that Dr. Anthony Fauci knew created the most deaths in this study, not one, but two of them. That's exactly right. The second study was actually on COVID-19 infected people. They found 22% of the people put on remdesivir that had COVID-19, 22% of all of them experienced four lethal side effects, multiple organ failure, 
acute kidney failure, which is what all the media was reporting, septic shock and hypotension, all of which are lethal. 8% of all of the COVID-19 people put on remdesivir had to be taken off the drug by day 10 because they were dying from multiple organ failure. I knew immediately what killed my father-in-law, which was the side effects of vancomycin, a drug, was exactly the same thing causing to all the COVID-19 patients being treated in America in hospitals, in ICUs. They were shutting down their kidneys with acute kidney failure side effects. Their lungs were all filling up with fluid, and you were hearing it reported that COVID-19 is causing a secondary pneumonia. No, it wasn't. You're shutting down people's kidneys with a drug. You are drowning them to death, and they are dying. And this is exactly why I went into the media to expose I was not going to allow as much as possible any more further injury to innocent Americans and families when we know exactly what's being caused by these drugs. These drugs account for up to 90% of all the deaths from COVID-19 in America. I am convinced of it. Less than 6% maybe were COVID-19 related or isolated. It was never as dangerous as it was proposed. The drugs were way more dangerous. And uh, the people that died supposedly from COVID-19, um, an astronomical percentage had comorbidities, serious ones. Now, 94%. One has 94%. One has to speculate that if Anthony Fauci, who we all know from the uh, HIV uh, AIDS epidemic, that he was a big part of that huge failure, now he's introducing COVID-19, which we know to be man-engineered and leaked from this Wuhan lab that we were all called tinfoil hat liars for conspiring about this. Then he pushes remdesivir through the NIH, which he knew was killing people, but pushed it anyways. As a matter of fact, doctors would be disciplined if they used any other treatments. They had to use the killer. And now the jabs are being pushed. You absolutely cannot get away from it. It's unprecedented. There's never been a vaccine so widely advertised. We're going to discuss that when we come back for one more segment with Dr. Artis. We appreciate you being here. Stick around. Love being here uh, on InfoWars. I just, I absolutely love it. I'm so humbled by the invite to be here every Friday with you guys. I hope it lasts. I hope it lasts. Hope we're doing a good enough job for Alex over here. I'm joined by a guest that really humbles me as well. I mean, he's been through absolute hell and back. You know, the the, uh, the, the diagnosis of a loved one and then the death of a father-in-law. And then to come to find out that these people were murdered intentionally is is absolutely sick when you, this is this, the very system that we are supposed to trust the system that we are raised and taught to believe in the system browbeating us and giving us constant satanic morality lessons via child molesting serial child molesters and luciferian blood drinking devils like joe biden and these other people like um in australia and those types of people you know that those are the ones that that are telling us giving us the morality lessons they're laying down what's good and bad which you know the irony is just beyond anything you can really comprehend we trust those people that are wearing a badge for example in our law enforcement and then find out that the highest levels of law enforcement in our intelligence community has come to be weaponized against us and acting nefariously against us the same thing with people in lab coats and a lot of these things maybe because of ignorance but a lot of it is willful and we have proven that anthony fauci has willfully done this he knows about this research he's the one that conducted it he knows about these medicines that they are poisonous and he is now behind in a major way these so-called vaccines these inoculations that dr artists are causing unprecedented deaths now I know that everybody is aware of this, but let me just remind you so that you can put your, your mind in the right place today is 
25 people died from a swine flu vaccine trial from a program. They halted the program immediately. 25 deaths. I mean, the VAERS system, which is reliable, reports over 5,000 people have died from this, over 60,000 adverse events. And we know because of a Harvard study that less than 1% are actually reported. We're talking about some odd 72,000 people, 72,600, something like that, dead. What is the threshold for death? Why do these things continue to be pushed so hard? There has never been a vaccine. There's never been a virus so widely advertised. You can't get away from it. Can you explain that? Very sad and disturbing was the fact that the NIH and Anthony Fauci knew just how dangerous and death side effect causing and disease side effect causing remdesivir was years before they mandated it across the country. And only to find out that in October, the FDA produced a document internally to talk among themselves and report to themselves what they knew were going to be reported as side effects by the American citizens from the coming COVID shots in two months in December 2020. And I don't know if you have the slide, Stu. If you do, tell me. If not, I'm about to hold it up on the screen. The FDA also knew that there was 110 known diseases and side effects, including death and miscarriages, that were going to be reported to the government by doctors and by people getting the shots in America two months before the shots even came out. Do you happen to have that slide so your audience can see it? Go ahead and hold it up. I'm not seeing it on the screen here. So just just hold it up. I mean, people need to understand this. This is an actual FDA document, surveillance of COVID-19 vaccines. These are the side effects that these people, and we have it on the screen now, Dr. Artis. We're talking Guillain-Barre syndrome. You remember Guillain-Barre. We have interviewed Brittany Galvin. She's been all over the place. I mean, now she's developed these tremors uh, that are also listed here. Uh, Pregnancy and birth outcomes. They knew that people were going to experience these miscarriages or, quote, spontaneous abortions. Death. I mean, What do we need to do, Dr. Artis, in order to make the general population aware of these things as we're watching videos on YouTube, infomercials, people dancing around, creating songs, um, people in lab coats jumping around doing ridiculous advertisements, every billboard everywhere that you go, every store, these people are, I mean, they're, they're now at the dollar store. At the dollar store, they are training cashiers on how to give this inoculation to people. At what lengths will they go and how do we well, that's make qualified dollar store cash? It's great. The general public to aware perform, but basically what's termed as surgery, penetration of the skin, which is basically what we're dealing with here um, with a substance that's going to change you like no other medical procedure that you could ever get in a hospital. Yeah, let the Dollar Tree cashiers you know, jab away. These people are dying. I mean, think about this. Just so everybody has a clear understanding, just picture this. September 11th every year at the memorial, names of over 3,000 people that perished on that day as a bell dings after each name is is announced. It takes all day. 3,000 people, Mm -hmm. which is remembered as one of the greatest losses in a single day in the history of our country. 72 thank you bush cheney for that whole fiasco of 9-11 again just key in 9-11 you know loose change second edition um that should be more than enough thousand people have died from this shot and they are pushing it harder than ever
Yeah. The the contrast he's making is the the, the you know whatever the 3000 I guess that died at 911. I think is what he just said. Horrible. Um but in comparison to the people the, there's millions that are dead, guys. Millions that are dead from this kill shot. And millions upon millions that have been injured from the kill shot worldwide. And and yet there's no nothing about it in the in the media you know he's using that to contrast it what do we do Stu? if you can actually put that can you put that slide back up there your audience needs to see this okay this is so powerful for people you gotta see this look at the right side of the screen you will see there's three things thrombocytopenia and then the next two which are related to blood clots look to the left you've got strokes and myocardial infarction these are heart attacks from blood clots they knew in, in October 2020, they knew two months before the shots ever came out, there was five different kinds of blood clotting disorders that were going to come from these shots. Now, it's ironic this is coming back up again. This I had this shot out well over a year ago, um, this page, where the FDA safety surveillance of COVID-19 vaccines, this is before they were re released, uh, draft of working possible adverse event outcomes. Um, Guillain-Barre syndrome, acute disseminated encephalomyelitis, transverse myelitis, encephalitis, myelitis, convulsion, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, cataplexy, anaphylaxis, acute myocardial infarction, which is heart attack, myocarditis, pericarditis. Oh, we're seeing that now. Tons, Kawasaki disease, venous thromboembolism, death, uh, pregnancy and birth outcomes, other acute demyelinating. They, this is, they released this ahead of time. They knew they knew that the kill shot was going to produce all this and more, and now this is kind of being resurrected again. This shot, this this chart here that he's going over. Guillain-Barré syndrome is polio, the first one on the list. They knew deaths was going to come from it. They knew pregnancy and birth outcomes and miscarriages were coming. They know. Look at the bottom right. Every parent, grandparent on the right, second from the bottom. Multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. Let me read this to you. Multi-system inflammatory syndrome. This is a brand new disease, never existed before 2020. Mm. All right, I'm going to hold this up on the screen. Come to me. <laughs> if, you'll, if you'll show me. The Mayo Clinic. The Mayo Clinic has done a review of what the uh, multi-system inflammatory syndrome is. Let me give it to you by definition. It's only in children. It's going to happen to you with these shots. This is a serious condition, the Mayo Clinic says. Some organs and tissues, such as the heart, lungs, blood vessels, kidneys, digestive system, brain, skin, and eyes become severely inflamed. The exact cause, we don't know why, but it's an excessive... And what are we seeing this week that we just reported on? The, the myocarditis in the, in the teenage boys in particular that are getting the kill shot. And so that, but they got to warn you about what they're getting ready to do to you before it happens to you. It's a Luciferian Kabbalistic principle. And so you could say, well, you were warned immune response to the shots misc multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children can lead to severe problems with vital organs that can result in permanent damage or even death they knew this two months before the shots had come out there has already been listed on the cdc's website go to cdc.gov and type in the search bar mis-c there's already been 5,000 children diagnosed with these damaging side effects from the shots reported to the CDC by doctors. They're already seeing permanent damage and death to all these organs in the children.
and they want to push this out on five-year-olds, six-months-old, and pregnant women, I am not okay with a hospital promoting murderous, uh, detrimental suggestions or drugs. I am not okay with the FDA being okay knowing this is going to harm children. I'm not okay with this. This is very dangerous. Stu, I'm going to ask you, this is a huge crime against humanity. It was a crime against my own family by one hospital and one board of a hospital. Crimes against humanity. Think about Hitler destroying and killing millions of people. Right? Think about that one. Just one. There have been others. What about Saddam Hussein? Crimes against innocent people, raping, murdering people. We were not okay with that. What was the end result that we actually called for to put an end to human to crimes against these humanities or crimes against humans? I we find it atrocious, devastating, and the same thing should be applied to Anthony Fauci Absolutely. and all the people yep. that are okay knowing that these things are going to damage our children. It's publicly executed. Every one of them. Every one of them. Lifelong permanent damage to their internal organs and tissues. It will affect the rest of their lives and possibly kill them. And they knew it yep. before they ever told you you had to get it. We're going to put links to those studies and to, to that Mayo Clinic deal at Infowars.com. We're going to put it up everywhere. That should go so far and so wide. There are healthcare professionals, so-called doctors, that are going to push and advocate for the push of your children to get this as this emergency use authorization, which oftentimes gets mistaken for approval, which it is the furthest thing from, is being pushed into age groups that are younger and younger and younger and is eventually gonna go down to age zero. I have talked to a whistleblower inside of a healthcare system, Dr. Artis, that is telling me that she works in an OBGYN clinic for a very big healthcare system where a doctor has standing orders for every single newly impregnated female to get this COVAX without their knowledge, without their consent. I have seen the screenshots. I have to redact them and I will bring them here next week. We're going to expose these people one at a time. You're doing a hell of a job doing it. Dr. Brian Artis, thank you so much for being here. I can't tell you how much we yeah, have. Up to an 80% abortion rate, um, depending on what trimester they get the kill shot in. Um, all by design on purpose. It's a sterilization tool. You're as good as sterilized if you get it. I mean, if, and if you did get pregnant, you wouldn't want to have the baby most likely because it would probably be a Franken baby. Especially if both people were vaccinated that conceived, that formed the child. I, I hate to say that, but I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you, it's, I, I don't know what the offspring, if they survived, would, would turn out to be. I, I, I can only venture. I, I don't even, that's a whole other ball of wax that we haven't really, you know, it's not been long enough to really run up against that yet or barely long enough. I mean, I guess if two people got vaccinated in mid-December and they conceived a baby early thereafter, yeah, yeah, I guess it's theoretically possible. Uh, this next report, the new ovens, Dr. Jane Ruby describes hospitals, ventilators, and killing of Americans. A lot of swear words, a lot of naughty words, a lot of bad words out there. A couple of them would be hydroxychloroquine. Another one might be ivermectin. You're not allowed to have those things. Those are only for horses, even though they might work. One thing we know is not working is what we're currently doing. We're shooting people up with remdesivir. Yeah, they're real big on pushing the hydroxychloroquine and the ivermectin. And listen, I would, even though I don't advise them because they have a bevy of side effects, I would obviously choose those over remdesivir and or um, the kill shot 
and or any other medical the ventilators any other room but the problem is is without adequate like zinc in c and calcium especially zinc on the hydroxychloroquine these other things don't work very well especially hydroxychloroquine okay and if you take something like ivermectin that's all well and good but you're not feeding your immune system by doing that you're not actually supporting your primary immune system to actually do its job okay because you have to have those things inside you intrinsically in order for your immune system to work properly and throwing them on ventilators making the hospitals the new kill zones dr jane ruby joins us now i mean these hospitals are getting really dangerous dr ryan cole was just on here talking about how you know remdesivir is not working these ventilators are not working and it's seemingly becoming more and more clear to the american public yeah hospitals are the new ovens uh they're the 2021 gas chambers the modern day death fields, killing fields. Remember when I told I told you I coined the phrase zombie doctors? Well, that was to call attention to doctors and other healthcare workers who didn't seem to get it. You know, they were pushing these jabs on, on everybody, even though they saw the injuries and, and the illnesses from them. And we thought they were just blindly following the CDC and that they still had some, some good intentions. Well, we have it on so many testimonies, Stu, from whistleblower doctors and nurses right now across America's hospitals that people are being systematically forced onto ventilators and they're deprived of life-saving treatments all while their loved ones are kept out of the hospital. Yes, of course. I mean, they're texting them frantically from parking lots right. of the hospital. Because they don't want them to witness the, the um, slow murder that's taking place in the ICUs. They want that all to be under the cover of darkness so that there's no witnesses witnessing, you know, what is actually going on and how it is actually a premeditated premeditated murder on a mass scale going on. They they don't want so the more they can keep prying eyes out of there, the better. Um, they're kept out under the COVID rules, so they have no one to advocate for them. And recently, the Arkansas Medical Board started investigating doctors for saving thousands of lives with ivermectin because vaccines and ventilators are the only protocols allowed. And I have to tell you that over the weekend in D.C., an attorney friend of mine with asthma and a positive COVID, she was fully alert and breathing on her own. She was approached by the medical staff and asked to consider being placed under sedation, get intubated and placed on a ventilator. Needless to say, she declined. Well, not everyone is so lucky. I want to share with people what it is to be on a ventilator, because I think. Just think of it like a mass murder coming up to you saying, um, get in my car okay or, or who who like not jeffrey dahmer well of course Jeff, jeffrey dahmer did woo his victims back to his apartment um not john wayne gate well john wayne gacy kind of similar um but but just think of a mass serial murder telling you pulling up in the car saying oh yeah here get in my car oh yeah here we're gonna drive you out to this wooded area green river killer and you know then you know and then you're just going along with every bit of what the mass murderer is telling you to do that's what's going on here it's just under the guise of we're the good white coats from the medical pharma cartel we represent them and i'm not saying all nurses and in, in these types of people are bad but i'm saying the people that are coercing and doing this a lot of them are very extremely evil people who love to murder people 
And I believe they're being put in these positions to do the very thing they love to do the most. Some people not in all cases, but in many be under the mistaken impression that this is just another form of oxygen therapy. This is actually a mechanical ventilation or what we refer to in medicine as forced, forced air exchange between oxygen and carbon dioxide. It requires uh, that you are intubated with a large tube. That means it is inserted um, into your airway. It's, it's very uncomfortable. It's very anxiety provoking. Uh, and it is the opposite of what is needed uh, in these COVID pneumonias. You have this thick, uh, you know, gunky stuff and you're trying to slam air in. There's not gonna be any, any oxygen exchanged, right? Um, you must be sedated. It is actually inhumane to put someone on a mechanical ventilator without uh, totally snowing them. I want to read to you uh, a couple of comments that people have made in social media. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, Dark Matter Zion says, you can bet that COVID doctors have to choose, will get to choose whose lives who lives and who dies? You can bet they'll take the disabled people off the ventilators first so they can die to, quote, free up a bed. And another Twitter, uh, Congressional, says people only end up on ventilators because doctors choose to receive the $39,000 from the CDC exactly. to use one. I guess a human life does have a price. Absolutely. And lastly, Phil Phillips says... Now remember, they get the thirteen grand for the diagnosis and the $39,000 for putting them on a ventilator to blow out their lungs and kill them, which gives them another death certificate, which gives them another, they term it a sacrifice to Satan. Another... Uh, they're chipping away on the whole, you know, depopulate Earth to 500 million, a perpetual balance with nature, which is the first Luciferian commandment of the Georgia Guidestones. Boiling over the fact that the CDC will 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 not, or the FDA for that matter, let doctors use anything that would work on people, uh, except on ventilators, because they're getting paid to do that. Stu, this is actually incredibly frightening. Uh, I think people need to understand. And what I'm suggesting is right now, hospitals seem to be very, very dangerous places. I would say avoid them yes. at all costs. Um, at the very, very worst, as sad as this sounds. And that's why, um, that's I, why I put out my protocol. And I don't care where you... You get the nutrients, whatever you do, whatever you can do, I would advise you to keep out of there. That's the last place you probably want to be unless you want to go there to die. Because most likely if you go in there, that's what's going to happen in many, many cases. Because that's what they're being paid to do, unfortunately. Rather would die at home with loved ones around me, not in some cold hospital room alone with my loved ones kept out in the parking lot. Where, when have we gotten away from the 99.989% survival rate? How about natural immunity? God-given immunity. How about <laughs> just ride it out? It's a flu. Some people... How about support your own immune system? You know? What about that? ...are going to be affected, you know, more harshly than others. And that's when, when you become symptomatic, there's things like, you know, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, consult with a physician that actually cares, America's yes. frontline doctors, Dr. Jane Ruby at ProtonMail.com, Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Carrie Madej. These people have all made themselves available to you, but you're right. We exposed two doctors from Mayo with ra rather uh, no digging at all. This Dr. Bennett, who said, if you get your news from OAN or YouTube, go die. Uh, and then, you know, you've got this other doctor who says that we're going to have to triage people for death. Those that chose willingly not to get the vaccine ought to go to the back of the line. Right. Yeah. This guy later it's, said that he enjoys yeah. rhythmically. But you want to go to the back of the line if you're in the hospital. You don't want to be on the front line. I mean, I'm telling you that you don't 
their remedies are remdesivir and ventilators and every way to kill you. Kicking people in the genitals, genital mutilation brings him to a Zen state of meditation. Yeah. Uh, for those, so that he's a sadist. This doctor. Let me let me just let me back that up because I think this is exemplifies that you've got a lot of Satanists and Luciferians and sadistic, mass murdering devils that have gravitated to these COVID war. Now I'm not saying every single case, but don't tell me that knowing a mass murder, knowing that he could go there and commit mass murder that that wouldn't be the dream job you'd want to have in, in a COVID and, and then come out acting like, well, I'm the I'm the hero and being paid like a king's ransom to probably do it. And wouldn't that be a dream job for a serial killer? Technically kicking people in the genitals, oh, genital me, the vaccine ought to go to the back of the line. This guy later said that he enjoys yeah. rhythmically kicking people in the genitals, genital mutilation. This is a doctor that's saying he, he enjoys rhythmically kicking people in the genitals. That's what. That's how he he gets played. I mean, what kind of sick, uh, demon possessed to the toenails devil would say something like that? Or why, on God's green earth, why would you admit it if that was the case? I mean, man. You, you need to switch to Sanka, buddy. I mean, you've you got some serious issues here. Brings him to a Zen state of meditation uh, for those that are unvaxxed and refuse to wear masks. The hospitals are very dangerous. Oh, man. And I think you're right. At, right now, the, the, the point is just stay away from them yep. and uh, try to stay healthy by every mean necessary. There's uh, there's Absolutely. a Lenko protocol. There are all kinds of doctors out there giving you relative. I think mine's the best. I'm sorry. I think my protocol's the best. I'll put mine against any of them. There's, I'm sorry. Uh, any, you know, if you want a drug-free one, I think I got the best. And I've been compiling this information, not just now, but over the last 30 years. I've been doing this alternative healthcare nutrition thing for about 30 years. And I give it away for free. And if you want to know the protocol, it's it's at, it's the COVID-19 protocol. All you got to do is continuefortruth.com. Just scroll down a little bit. You'll see it there. Um, I'll probably, maybe like once a month, once every 45 days, I'll probably just renew the date so it goes to the top and, and I'll, I'll update it but it's it's as good as anything i've seen out there and um um anyway but i'm biased you know regarding that all right let's go further here um oh boy i'm about out of time here um yeah i'm gonna go ahead and, and just end it here and i'm gonna tr i'm gonna try to do one more part here to get in some more of the audios because there's just so many important ones uh, from a watchman standpoint, I just feel like I need to get this information out. So God bless you and see you in part three.